It's episode 222 of the Loud and Proud podcast. 222nd episode of the show. Okay, so that's a lot of Sunday nights, a lot of weekends. But look, let's keep cracking. The more you sign up, the more people follow and listen, the more podcasts to come. I have a lot to crack into this weekend's podcast. We've the Cooley Report. We have a massive what if in terms of management, uh, as well as looking at the managerial merry-go-round with Indicator, the Card O'Donnell final, the Feckins in the Horan action next weekend, and then Mickey's optics as well, how that looks on the county as a whole, that story. But first, Oasis. Right, so news is kind of breaking on Wednesday about Mickey Hart going to slot Neil um, uh, the Derry the Derry Senior fi- Championship finalist who were beaten again by Glenn the neighbouring parishes and uh, yeah so I have a bit on that I want to I was I actually covered uh, Slot Neil Horlers they won very handily today in the Ulster Horland semi-final they played play Dunloy in a fortnight's time that'd be a great great final but I was got the opportunity then to speak to a lot of people in the crowd, a lot of people in the club about Slot Neil and Mickey. And um, so I'm going to keep that separate for during the week for people who sign up patreon.com forward slash loud and proud. Uh, so I'm going to keep that there and I'm going to fire on. I just, just I will just get into the in- impact of that and the optics of Mickey Hart and Slot Neil, whether it's happening, whether it is happening, loud, Slot Neil, <laughs> and the whole lot. So that's for later on in the week. Let's crack on to Saturday's game. Cooley Kickhams. They went down to Dunshockland. Not unsurprising. Like when I did that preview podcast, um, it wasn't going right for me at all. I couldn't get proper guests on at the time and I eventually got sorted later on in the week for that preview. Not later than I would have liked. But they were a good side in Dunshockland. We knew that they were going to be good. I had an earmark that like did some serious forwards. Like Luke Mitchell only came only came off the bench, um, but to be fair to Cooley, they didn't disgrace themselves whatsoever. That Dunshockland team will probably win the All Ireland Intermediate. It will be the first team from Leinster to win the All Ireland Intermediate. Um, they're that good. They've that many strong forwards. They play the Wexford champions next to be Mullinavat, and it should take care of them. And then <coughs> it's Ratmore, Kerry, we up there. And then Galbally Pierce is our Cordoff from Monaghan. And they're still in, in the running. But yeah, like, it was just one of those things. Like, you're, you're, you're looking and you want to um, see a loud team do well. You want to see a loud club do well, regardless of whether you have history with them or, or not. And they, they stuck in the game. They're really dogged, coolly. They, they didn't give up. They... They battled away. They got a they had a big they had big moments in the first half where it was kind of torn the tide. They were rattling than shocking because like and all being said and done, they're a really good team. Uh, Davy Rispin from me we are made records will be top five and me next year senior level. They still showed laps of an intermediate team, but Cooley just weren't able to torn those screws and and punish those lapses, and that was probably the key difference in the game. Um, Cooley gave away a lot of the ball in the first half um, they didn't nail their freeze Brian White missed a couple of early ones but he he came in and started so that took away the kind of impact off the bench and maybe give them a second a second verse in the, in, in the second or a second show and is it what did they say 
oh, I don't know. He 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 was a major part of the game plan because King Connor fractured his hand or his thumb or his, something like that during the week, and he's a loss in terms of that free taking, and he's worth about three or four points to Cooley from place balls. And then you're taking the impact of Whites are starting, and King Connor plays in the corner. You had to shuffle that whole kind of dynamic around with Paddy Johnson playing on the 40 and Michael Rafferty playing on the square and they swap. Whitesock could play on the 40, not really in the middle of the field, not really in, in, on the wing or in the corner. Maybe they should have maybe tried him in the corner, but he probably did float in between those lines too. He does play well. Rafferty gets a couple of scores, but they're chugging Cooley, but still staying in the game against Richie Keeley's team. Um, it broke loud hearts down the years and Mark Ranger's hearts too and he's also the manager but he also has Paul Curran Dublin footballer um, whose father actually won and played with and Shockland as well so there's that sort of dynamic on the field or good outfit on the field they were nailing scores Matthew Costo's excellent footballer really good footballer uh, Mead footballer as well he kept lovely sweet left foot on him but him and Fergie Malone we had a good battle with each other Malone clipped over one of the um, their only points from play in the first half. That was the contrast. You know, that was the only score from play while the Shocking only scored one free from play. They led, um, I think it was, yeah, they led by three. They just pulled away towards the end of the first half. Um, McDonough, John McDonough, youngster on the wing. Jeez, he, a scoring wing forward is like a weight of gold. You know, they, that pushed him 8-5 ahead at half time. And then we did, we, we I'm calling, in metaphorical sense, um, the, the Wee County's team Represented in this intermediate championship had a great chance just after half time to boast them. Uh, Brian White took a shot, hit the upright, and fell to Paddy Hanlon. Hanlon had the shot, you know, the defender's shot, and the keeper, um, Adam McDermott, had a fairly routine save to make. But it fell, if it fell to Rafferty or forward, or even back to White's, or even Michael Caron, who played quite well in that game, um, you would have felt it would have got a goal, and that would have really rattled on Shockland and really set up Cooley well. For the start of the second half, but the way it kind of transpired was, um, this, they they rattled off five points in a row, and the the finish score in the forty second minute, and for the remaining twenty minutes they didn't score. Cooley only got one point from Rafferty again, <coughs> from play, and it wasn't until the sixty second minute of score at the end of the game, um, that McDonough chap again got the score. So. That just shows the kind of the, the second half was just kind of a I don't know like a sparring session. Two sides were kind of nearly happy enough. Cooley just couldn't get there without pushing it too much. Kept it kind of tight without pushing it on. Conor McGuinness receives a red card at the end as well. But yeah, I think they were happy enough as well to get out of dodge without getting injuries or without pushing them or exerting themselves too much this time of year in the park tiles and surface and they pushed on they went on <coughs> they won and they were fairly handy um, all over too like <coughs> good defenders Oshin Foley good man marker Kieran McCarrick good half back Niall Murphy kind of the older elder statesman Bali here the lads at the half was good kind of tidied up everything because it was a foot passing pitch it was a, you had to spray that ball around you had to kick the ball in it was long it was stretched and that was a different type of game as well <coughs> on heavy legs and a different surface that they were much more used to playing in in Cooley but um, yeah that's it look at they didn't disgrace themselves they did they won a couple of rounds they played quite well that's a team that will go on and, and probably win the All-Ireland um, making a big statement I don't think it's that much of a big statement to say that um, 
The coverage of all the Leinster stuff, all the reports, was brought to you by Smiths of Drogheda. Um, the four guards there, so really, really, really delighted and uh, appreciative of their coverage. It'd be great if you if you give them a, a like or a sign up or go in and buy a new car or a used car as well off them. Um, ahead of the, the new year, uh, more support, the more podcasts, the way with the way it's going, uh, and then from Navin, I went to Crow Park to the first of the double headers between uh, the Downs and Retoat. I wanted to see Retoat. I haven't seen Retoat ever this past couple of years. The way things have worked out, and I also wanted to see how the Downs got on after the BRD. And I tell you what, they're a good they're a good team. Just like Cooley and Bayonet and Shockland, Ardy bowed out to a team that went to the final under a good effort. Now I know the 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 retort came back and got it to win it within one point at the finish. I mean, and Jack Flynn had a chance to level it. The mid footballer with a free, but the Downs were much more in control. Mitchell again, Niall Mitchell and Luke Lachlan. Mitchell had a hand in the two goals. He tortured Ardy and Luke Lachlan again. I think that was his fourth game in a row. He got five points. Exactly five points. He got five points against Ardy. He was really good. Really similar. On the counter-attack, offering that relief valve up the field with scores and accuracy. And it was a really good game. But just a bit, just an interesting what-if before we go on to the managerial merry-go-round. I know two senior teams in Loud last season were looking at trying to get Larwall in as manager. And you, you can see the impact he's had on... on um, on the downs, the way they soak up the pressure, the way they're well conditioned, or they have an idea of playing, they have an idea of getting scores and setting traps and getting up the field. They're a good outfit. Um, if he got his hands in the two team, two loud teams, it could be a loud team against the final. That's just what I, I I think, and that's my thoughts. If you want to know who that loud team is, message me um, on Patreon or. Um, DM me on the social channels but that's how much of an impact I think he has he's a big career ahead of him he's uh, doing a really good job like they hadn't won the senior in, in 17 years and then they go and do it and they go straight to a Leinster final they're a good outfit and he's a top manager Lara Wall um, the leash man um, so yeah that, that's just a what if he was speaking to two loud senior teams out there and yeah geez, imagine just imagine what would have happened the managerial merry-go-round is uh, on the way we had a lot of vacancies um, come last week and then I'm going to update this week with another podcast because let me see we have one uh, two three four five six six new appointments over the weekend as of Sunday night and I will go into all those that's six and there's still another um 80, 17 to go 17 vacancies still there but 6 have been filled over the weekend I'll get into them when I can there's a Cardinal Donald final on this Sunday I'll be previewing that as well the Feckers take on Horswood as well in the Leinster Junior Hurling Club Championship that is next Saturday half 1 and then a Scorty um, I'll be previewing that game also um, so plenty of action. The Knockbridge ladies, Camogies were beaten by the Westmead equivalent yesterday by a point in um, Abbottstown. I think the referee wasn't too too kind to them either um, as well. But yeah, look, it, it's it's funny. The GA is funny, like especially when you're when you're there and you're you're looking at uh, Retoat's manager, um, David Brady. Uh, very very 
interesting character um, to say the least um, likes the attention on himself that's all I'm saying um, but not in, yeah look at, I won't say anymore I might get in trouble but Mickey uh, Mickey's optics that will be on during the week as well I'm going to delve into that, that that kind of whole timeline and the break in news of that slot nail appointment uh, or the talk of this slot nail appointment whether it's happening or not I'll, I'll have more on it um, during the week so sign up now patreon.com forward slash loud and proud thank you very much for uh, listening to the episode 222 of the loud and proud podcast good luck bye bye and enjoy your week <laughs>